there is just a lot of things here happening in the country and uh, looking at the sad, sad, gloomy stories. But there are also some other exciting news that we should be happy and excited about. So we are looking at the story here of... Um, the para-athlete Max Kulati, who was welcomed at uh, David Sterman Airport in Kabeha on Monday. And, the, the, I mean, the space was so abuzz with excitement um, because the SA's first professional wheelchair bodybuilder, Max Kulat, came back home from Slovenia where he successfully de- defended his title. So joining me on the line now is uh, Max. Welcome all, uh, to Drive Time and thanks so much for joining us this afternoon. Thank you, sir. Thanks for welcoming me to your show. It's a pleasure. All right. It's a pleasure, man. How are you feeling right now seeing that uh, you have mm-hmm. defended your title as uh, IBFF? Uh, man, I, I feel so great. I feel so humble to understand because they, it was all the hard work and preparation that got me to receive this title. And um, the, I'm, I'm actually excited to represent my country, to represent my continent. And come back with the drive uh, trophy. Mm. Beautiful stuff. And 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 also this uh, this event here brought up uh, maybe so many other goodies and exciting news. We are going to get into that later on. But uh, there are many people who might not know you. Uh, I had a privilege of speaking to Monge Zimata. I think it was last year, if not last of last year, on the milestone where he happened to mention your name there. And uh, I've been willing to speak to you because when I heard about your story uh, from him, it was quite intriguing. And for those who don't know you. You are from Kareha, right? Just uh, take us yes, through, yes. yeah. Just just take us through a bit of uh, maybe um, the background for those who might not know who you are right now. All right, uh, my name is Antutanjele Kulati, and uh, I'm a wheelchair-bound uh, at, uh, pro bodybuilder athlete. You mustn't forget the name pro because I'm a professional bodybuilder. I'm not just a bodybuilder. Mm. Uh, I wasn't born disabled. It happened 2014 where I slept and wake up. I couldn't walk. When I went to the doctors, the doctors told me that I have a growth going on my spine. Uh, they have to operate me. And then when they operated, they only found the liquid of the water on my spine. And since then, I've become a wheelchair bound. But uh, in 2017, I've decided to start gym. And so in 2018, I've decided to join uh, powerlifting. So I was a powerlifter since then, from 2018 up until 2021, where I decided to split ways and start checking uh, the new journey of bodybuilding. And it's where it all began because uh, 2021, I started bodybuilding. And I was invited uh, by a friend, actually, to be an, an part of uh, bodybuilding by Monge Zimata. Mm. He invited me and said, Bah, your physique, it doesn't fit with powerlifting. Your physique fits with bodybuilding. So since then, uh, I've decided to join in, and I'm still doing good in bodybuilding. Wow. Lovely stuff. So how many years now, if, if, I, if, I, if I can count properly, is it two years now or three years you are in, into this bodybuilding? Three years, yeah. We are three years now that I'm a bodybuilder. And you have already conquered the continent and the world? I've already conquered the continent and the world, and I'm ready to conquer more. Beautiful stuff. Okay, so um, looking back then, um, you know, before the incident that left you paralyzed, um, what were your aspirations? Did you have any other dreams besides maybe what you, where, where you are right now? Yes, to tell you the, the, the truth, man, when I was able, when I was walking, uh, I, I was someone who didn't care about uh, going to gym. Yes, I grew up in a gym environment. I grew up uh, in Tarateka, Chuteka. But when I reach the stage where you found yourself you're a teenager, you become involved in things that you sometimes will be like, I wish I didn't go that route. So I was one of those kids that 
also went to that route and I was drinking a lot. I was an alcoholic. Mm. But uh, yeah, that changed a lot because since I've sat down on the wheelchair, I've stopped everything. I'm motivated by my son who was then by uh, two years old, Asif Venati or so. Uh, he actually motivated me to, to do the sport mm. while I was in the wheelchair because uh, when I was just uh, hearing, hearing the news that I won't be able to be able to walk again. I normally sit behind closed doors and I lock myself, but uh, he managed to open the door every day, play with his, with his friend inside, and then, yeah, he brought, he brought the light into my life. Mm. Awesome stuff. Yeah, so, yes. Mm. Okay, so let, let's, let's now um, zoom back into your journey where everything became like, you know, by the time you felt like uh, um, your first title, it was also on the IBFF, right? Yes, yes, yes. Your first championship. And how, yes, how, how did you manage to get there? Kutman, uh, you know, we have a... IBFF is not just a federation. It's a, it's a family. We are a family there. So there's, uh, our president, Mr. Annie Williams, saw me in Mossel Bay, uh, competing on one of the states that I was invited by the former uh, pro, uh, Rochelle van der Bank. Uh, he saw me there and then invited me to, his, uh, to, go, to go and compete in... Uh, World Cup in Pretoria, and it's whereby the growth for this sport because they saw the potential in me that I didn't see in myself. And uh, he invited me an invitation to let her to go and compete overseas. And yes, it was the hard work, preparation, trying to get your mindset because now I'm uh, moving out from South Africa, I'm going on the international stage. And uh, it wasn't easy uh, going to represent for the first time. But uh, since uh, he was there, Mr. Annie Williams, in, th- in that morning, in that morning, he called me out, me and Monge Zimata, and said, boys, uh, I want to tell you straight that today is your day. Go on that stage, enjoy yourself. Don't worry about any outcome. Just be yourself, be natural, and the rest will follow. And luckily, everything that he said to us that morning happened because both me and Monge Zimata received our pro card on that stage uh, last year. Mm. Wow. And how many, how many of these titles do you have right now? Uh, I was defending, so I have two now, uh, because I've become the second time. I defended my title and I've become the second time uh, wheelchair pro bodybuilder in South Africa and in the African continent. Okay, so now we are speaking about this International Bodybuilding and Fitness Federation. And uh, in other, other maybe um, competition or championships, do you have any other titles? Uh, no, no, no. I don't have any other titles. Um, the other titles was uh, when way back when I was an amateur, mm. uh, and I have my second place where I won in the uh, in uh, the first competition in Pretoria. Mm. Where I won my first title, and the other one is now the the one that I brought back just uh, now last month. Uh, the other trophy in uh, all Africa Cup because I also won my on, on my division, both my division, my disabled division, mm. and my pro lineup. Mm. Okay, um, you know, you know, there is always uh, the moment or maybe a turnaround in our lives currently, and also you have just shared, you know, how what happened to you, and I, I want to understand maybe on the deeper level psychologically when the incident that changed your life happened um, at that time. What was going on in your mind? What is it that you had, you know, you were thinking about? Uh, what, what was going on in my mind right then is was like, I'm dead. 
because there's no future for me because I didn't saw myself when sitting on the wheelchair operating daily basis on the wheelchair using a wheelchair to go up and down when I want to go to town I must use the wheelchair when I want to help myself I must use the wheelchair everywhere I'm going is the wheelchair 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 and I didn't want to accept that because uh, I didn't see myself I didn't accept myself in that uh, comfort zone of being in the wheelchair because I grew up not in the wheelchair and I'm the first person in my house in my family members that is in a wheelchair so that a lot was too much for me but uh, as time goes as I grew up learned to accept myself and not think that this is the end of the world Seeing that this is bettering my my life and uh, I have to change now and I have accepted myself, you can send me anywhere. Mm. I'm going with my wheelchair proud. Mm. I'm not hiding anymore. I'm just there out there. Even I'm more active than I used to be before. Beautiful stuff. And how was the support at that time? Because I understand um, when something like this happened, you'll find that you had so much love on this side because you were active, you know, you could do everything on your own. And this time around now, you have to relearn um, to do some other things differently. And how was the support at this time around? Uh, the support by then, the, the support uh, by then was, wasn't this much because you know that uh, you have to start from scratch. You have to start from scratch. You understand? So mm. everything you do, you have to try to learn it and try to win people's hearts. So the support by then wasn't that much. And uh, I, lo- I love what's happening in, in South Africa now because uh, bodybuilding has become a, a reality. People are starting to recognize bodybuilding because not everyone took bodybuilding as a serious uh, sport. Mm. But ever since this is happening now, I'm, I'm spreading the word and the word is becoming positive. Everyone is showing interest in bodybuilding. Mm. Okay, so you are a coach yourself. Um, maybe you ca- you might have a proper understanding of uh, what you know, like the the, the, the positive you know effects of uh, bodybuilding or weightlifting. Uh, uh, what does it do to you uh, mentally and also physically? Uh, you see, Kutman, uh, me- mentally, this is just uh, a rehabilitation. That's a rehab. Uh, whenever you come to gym, you come to re- to do your rehabilitation. Understand? Mm. So to me, it uh, it managed to change me the way I'm thinking. It managed to change me the way I'm seeing things. It managed to change me the way I'm talking to people. It managed to change a lot of things for me. Because now, whoever is making me angry can go to the gym and try to calm myself down and go come back out a better person. Mm. Understand? So mm. gym is rehabilitation. Whenever you go to stress, go to gym. You will thank me later. Whenever you go to uh, life crisis, Go to gym, you will change me later. Everything, let everything of yours be gym, gym, and then you will change me later. Mm, beautiful stuff. Okay, so now looking forward, um, what are some other things you want to achieve right now? Since that, uh, seeing that you have, you know, been, you know, you have been in, in in this industry for some time now, three years, it's a lot, and you have gained a lot of, you know, love and uh, support. Looking from the journey that you have right now from Slovenia, um, we have seen the support from Chippewa United as well. Uh, what I want to achieve is to, firstly, I want to have my own gym. Mm. I want to have my own gym because there are young athletes, there are young people, they are out there that want to come to gym, but they can't. I'm coming from a poor background. I'm coming from a poor even uh, location where I want to change the lives there because the young kids of today are smoking drugs, are using drugs, alcohol abuse, and you see teenagers falling pregnant and stuff like that. Mm. Understand? So I want to become the, 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 the person that is changing lives into the, the society. So if I can, if the, the, the people in charge, the people in power can please assist me by opening my gym and have a mass foundation, that will be an achievement of my lifetime because I want to, I want to change life. I want to groom young, young prof, professional bodybuilders. 
mm. I was a young, a young, young athlete. They don't, they don't, they don't have to be just specific bodybuilders, but in every sports content that, that is there, I want next to be there mm. to help those kids that are coming from a poor, poor background like me to, 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 to say that even if I'm struggling, I'll make it through. Mm. Okay, so you are speaking about you know young girls and boys being groomed, and uh, I'm, I'm looking at uh, maybe the situations that happens in our communities. Um, what are some other issues that drive these youngsters into alcoholism and also drug? As you also alluded earlier on, that uh, you 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 were lost in alcohol yourself. What could be the issue that pushes us into that? The issue, the issue that pushes you up into that is growing up in a family whereby everyone is doing that. But first of all. Because remember, a kid is learning from the adult. Sometimes, mm. yes, our kids come from good background whereby yes, the father is a, uh, the pastor, the mother is the pastor, but the kid is something else, which means friends include, are involved in the, in that situation. So what I'm trying to do now, if, if I can build my own team, I will accommodate everyone. Meaning, a friend, I'm, I will tell my kid, bring your friend, your friend to the gym, and then it, it will change lives. Because when I used to grow up, there was a lot of gyms, there were soccer fields, there were rugby field, there were karate classes, there was a lot of sport activity. Even in school, there was a sport activity. When I grew up at school, we used to play in the, in the morning, every morning, before break, we used to play, we used to be churches in school. Ever since that is cut down now from schools, they are not, they are not longer playing, they are only playing maybe once, uh, once a week. Uh, there, there are no active sports in lo- most local uh, schools. So that leads now to, 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 to alcohol and drug abuse mm. because my friend will go out with his friend and drink and then he will come back and tell me how how nice is alcohol and i will want to go there and try it out and then i will so it becomes it becomes the chain mm. All right. I, 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 that, that is actually sad because currently we are not seeing these kind of issues decreasing. It is just uh, going high and high. When you look into uh, maybe schools, uh, classroom in schools, rather, uh, you'll find that there's also drugs there involved. You know, young kids are drinking behind the classrooms and all the stuff. It is hectic. So it looks like there is no place that we can say is much safer for these young kids. The thing, the thing is that there are too many rights for these young kids. Because remember, when when you used to be lectured at school, you used to respect, respect the adult. Understand? But now, ever since that, that it is cut down, you can't even teach your own child at your, uh, a child at your own house. Now that led to, because some of the kids, you will talk to them, they will listen. But some of them, they need that harsh punishment, but we can't reverse it now. The mm. future says no, no pitting of children, no uh, kids. No pitching of what what, but what we can do, we can change those kids by taking them to the gym at a young age. As soon as you bring a child at a young age to the gym, that kid will grow up in the gym. Let let let's face the reality. You, if you can check in, from 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 the black uh, black society and the white society, the white society will take the kids at the early age of three years old to the gym, bring mm. the child in the gym, and then the child will the mind starting to blow. And the child only knows that, okay, I, I, I must gym. But in our society, I'm going to take my child. No, you're not going to church. No, you're just going to sit here. You watch the age of our life at, at the age of three, o'clock, uh, three years. You watch uh, generation and what, what. Those stuff are teaching our kids something else. Mm-hmm. Instead of taking our kids to the gym and just to teach them how to, to become fit, how to become mentally fit, physically fit, and so they will change their lives. Mm. 
Because TV plays a huge role with our kids. It's, it's, it's teaching something else, especially if you're going to let your kids watch TV at night. Mm. Sure. Okay, so looking into, um, you know, your future endeavors, you say that you want to open up a gym and everything else uh, to support these young kids to become the better version of themselves. Um, what's some other support you might need from the community at large currently? I will need the community to stand with me on this one uh, to, to be able to, 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 for my voice to be heard by the people in charge. I want the community to also uh, sit down with me and do a list whereby we'll take the list to the people in charge mm. of saying that we want next to have his gym. So we're going to change our kids. Because I, my gym is very small. I can only accommodate about three people in my gym, which is not enough because it's someone else's room. Mm. So I want a bigger space whereby I will accommodate a lot. And I mean, I want to groom the development I want to have my own development, right? Development them from scratch, supported by the people in charge, supported by the government, and then so it will grow. Mm. So for you as someone who have been there, you have seen it all, you have turned around your life after you thought maybe your life was uh, uh, completely shattered and you couldn't survive, and now you are here um, waving the flag into the world. Um, if there is anyone listening right now out there who might think that uh, they have the issue that is stopping them from uh, going whatever for whatever they love, uh, what kind of motivation can you give them? Against all odds, you must never give up. Nothing will come easy in life. And remember, the ones that you are crying for, the ones you are putting your heart to, are the ones that will make your life easier one day and they, they will make you happy. Because if you're going to relax, uh, feel sorry for yourself, nothing will happen. But for you, you must face whatever challenge or obstacle you, 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 are, you are in right now, face it direct. Don't jump into it. Don't try to look for easier ways out. Go direct into it. It might be tough. It might be easy. Go direct into it. I'm telling you, one day you will be proud of yourself. Mm. Lovely. You, don't, you don't need someone else to do it for you you have to do it yourself beautiful stuff Damax, um, if, anyone, if anyone wants to get in touch how do we get in touch with you uh, you can please follow me on Facebook IBFF Promax or IBFF Promax Instagram same thing IBFF Promax uh, even on TikTok everything is IBFF Promax Unfortunately, I can't give my number out, uh, my WhatsApp number oh, out, yes. mm. due to the previous experience that I, I, was, I received a chat on my phone. So now I'm very cautious with my number. But if you want me, you can follow me on IPFS Promex, and then we're going to chat there. Okay, what kind of thread? What happened with that? Ruthman, <laughs> someone told me last time that it's been a, it's been a long time that uh, he, that person is looking for me, and uh, he finally got me, and so he's going to kill me. Sure. Uh, it, yeah, it was like that. Before I went to Slovenia last year, when I was uh, doing my fundraising, and mm. he sent me a direct message that I'm going to kill you. Finally, I found you. Sure. Like, why, why, why was that? I don't know, Krutman. I don't know because I'm not the kind of person that will go around uh, uh, in places, in wrong places. I'm just, for me, it's just gym, my house, gym in my house. Even now that you are doing this interview, I'm, I'm in the gym having a class. Mm. I'm a personal trainer having a class inside. I asked someone to take over due to this uh, this interview. Mm. So when I'm done here with you, I'm going back to the gym. And then when I'm leaving the gym, I'm going back straight to my house. Mm. So my life is simple like that. Gym house, gym house, nothing more. So did you report to the police and uh, maybe how did it end? How did it end? Yes, I did report it to the police. It was someone not from my, uh, 
province is someone out of my outside province, but uh, they say they're going to handle the matter. I'm still waiting for to hear back from them, but life has to move on. I can't let that thing stop me. Yes. So I'm just moving on with my life. Awesome stuff. Uh, thank you very much, man. Uh, may the always make or protect you in everything that you're doing out there. Thank you, Goodman. Thank you. Awesome stuff. Ladies and gentlemen, that was uh, IBFF from Max, or maybe you can say Max Kulati, all the way from Kareha. And uh, he is uh, one of the greatest that we have right now. The International Federation of Bodybuilding and Fitness IBFF World Championship um, winner of last week there.